0: Welcome to the Rocket Ship Podcast. I'm Michael Saka. I'm Matt Goldman.
2: And I'm Joel Steiniger. Today we talked with Ono Faber, the founder of Tap Talk. What'd you guys think of this one?
0: I really liked his out his kind of outlook on building a company versus also building a product. Um, he talked about how Facebook had stolen some of their their user interface elements. And you know, his response was, well, you know, they, they can copy Uh, they can copy the interface, but they can't copy our company value. And um, I felt that that was incredibly refreshing. What about you guys?
2: Yeah, and he also had an interesting story about how they got to that interface and how they developed those values over a couple iterations, which was really interesting to learn about. So
0: let's get into it. We'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Hover makes purchasing and managing your domain simple and easy. This week, I talked to George Diab of Working On about why he uses Hover.
3: Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I've been using it for a long time. Probably 2012, I think. I love it. It's yeah. The prices are great. The interface is awesome. And... Um, I still have a few uh, domains out in, in some other places and it, it, I'm just waiting to find some time and I'll move them all to the Hover a right. little bit. Yeah.
0: Go to Hover.com and use the code satisfied Customers to get 10% off your domain purchase today.
2: CodeShip is a hosted continuous delivery service focusing on speed, security, and customizability. You can set up continuous integration in a matter of seconds and automatically deploy when your tests have passed. CodeShip supports both your GitHub and Bitbucket projects, and you can get started with CodeShip's free plan today. Should you decide to go with a premium plan, you can save 20% off of any plan for the next three months by using code ROCKETSHIP. Go to codeship.com slash ROCKETSHIP and check it out.
0: So Ono, tell us kind of, first off, what is Uh, TapTalk?
3: TapTalk is a way for close friends and family members to keep in touch and share little moments where you think of people um it is a very like fast way like you can instantly push a photo a personal photo to a good friend so it's kind of what you know people are sharing photos and videos um all the time uh through email uh (laughs) text message or whatever uh, but we make the experience on the sending side and the consuming side much uh, a much lower barrier one, so you can do it whenever you want. Uh, we get the technology out of the way of people, so they can just focus on uh, you know their their thought or their sharing their moments, and then put the phone back in their pocket.
0: Very cool. So three years ago, you were in the Netherlands, and now you're sitting in San Francisco. Um, tell us a bit about how, about that story, how that came to be.
3: Yeah. What happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we actually, uh, like part of the period, we have spent time in Berlin. Okay, <laughs> Wow. So we, we hopped to a few places. Uh, yeah. Like we started, I mean, but by the time I started, I was living in the Netherlands and I was doing a bunch of other, uh, companies kind of, uh, you know, I always, when I'm like annoyed by something or, you know, have an idea, I have to act on it. So I was doing a lot of things in parallel and, um, you know, at some point, um, I was, you know, I will actually tell you the very origin of this, Okay, uh, <laughs> which is, I was having an appointment with a friend of mine and I was standing in front of his door and he didn't have a doorbell and, um, I found myself like sending a text or having a call and, you know, it felt so awkward, like having the conversation, uh, you know, the, like, Hey, I'm here. Yeah. Okay, cool. Should I come downstairs? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. See you in a bit. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and that like made me think like, um, it would be actually, uh, you know, all I would have to do is send him a ping. Right. Um, so, uh, th- you know, that's kind of the origin of the idea that, you know, the idea that there could be another way to communicate for us. Um, texting, I kind of hate typing on the phone. It's like a typewriter crammed into, uh, you know, this screen. Like, I, I don't enjoy that experience and also the lack of emotion, um, you know, when, especially when you kind of use it to keep in touch. Um, for businessy things, it's great, but, uh, you know, sometimes I just want to say hi when I think of someone or just like, don't have all the conversation overhead, the effort of typing, um, and the possibility of misunderstanding. So this was like things we discovered along the way when we were building our first uh, product. Um, it was called uh, ding dong by the way. Uh,
0: (laughs) that sounds like yo a bit
3: yeah it was it was actually very much like yo except that we uh quickly added more contextual information like where you were so you could kind of say i'm here uh with the press of a button and it was personal um yeah so you know that like uh, that we at some point we got um you know some funding and we moved to berlin with the company because we felt there is like a nice uh, startup scene. Um, I have actually um, traveled to San Francisco for the first time. uh, Also when we were just starting and it was very inspiring for me. Uh, I've done, I've started a bunch of companies, but I kind of had the feeling I had to find everything out by myself. And here there is so much accumulated knowledge and experience, uh, you know, processes, infrastructure, uh yeah I learned a whole a whole lot from this uh from this area being here uh yeah and i mean at some point um like we found and this is actually was a really key turning point um we have iterated over ding dong a couple of times, and um we found hmm the you know the best ding dong is not the latest ding dong, right okay. We felt that like an earlier version of it was better. And then the last one and that made us uh, rethink uh what we were doing in the product from scratch right and that's when tap talk was born um and what yeah. about that was the
0: was it the lack of like was it the picture that you introduced was it um what was the the kind of missing component that made it click for you guys
3: uh, like what was wrong with Ding Dong?
0: Yeah, what was what was kind of the aha moment there that made you say, okay, yeah. now this is this is what is not out there
3: now that we need to build? Right, right. There, I mean, there was one thing people were using Ding Dong for and they were not really able to do that anywhere else. It's just like this really like contextual, elementary thing you could send uh, to someone to let them know you know, where you are, you're thinking of them and kind of keep in touch that way. This, it was a very lightweight way of communicating. And people were also using it uh, for more as a utility, like when they were on their way and stuff like that. So it was a way to communicate, uh, but it wasn't, um, we felt it wasn't versatile enough. So we wanted to do, to kind of rethink our whole product. So with Tech Talk, you know, you can actually do anything you want. You know, you can send each other little photos for what you're looking at what you're seeing or, you know, selfie, which I, you can express some emotion or you can, uh, you know, hold, hold someone's uh, square down to kind of you know, push a video to them. Yeah. video message and it's instant so it it is just a really like spontaneous uh authentic thing like you know our users tell us that um w- you know when they use step talk their the communication experience is different from anything they are using now um because of this like instant thing it's not like the experience is not i'm recording a video and uh selecting recipients and sending it and transmitting it like the experience i'm talking to someone and um that is a uh, you know that is what makes this experience so different uh, from anything else
2: was that your goal going into tap talk to change the way that people communicate
3: yeah that was actually the the like from the like the doorbell moment i thought you i talked to you about (laughs) i mean at that moment you don't have this um, clarity yet on what you're doing. You know, at that moment it's just a hunch like, hey, something is broken here. Wait, I'm getting a call. Okay. Even I'm on airplane mode. Is that like uh, that is I think that is the great integration of Mac OS X and, yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so like back then, like when in the first hunch, you don't really have the clarity of what you're doing yet. You you have an inspiration somewhere to kind of get you going, but um, it is not that you have it all like laid out. Like that is what you discover. So we created a very simple product, and we were discovering things like what are people using this for? Why do we like it? And we felt we had a we had a shot in providing another way to communicate, like next to calling and texting, um, which were like the default things, right? Everybody has them, everybody uses them. There are many different companies that do more or less the same thing. And we felt there is something else here. There is um, communication happening that is not happening on the other uh, platforms, which is a much more spontaneous thing. Uh, to, yeah, and, and, and that's kind of got, got us kind of going, like keeping on discovering things and refining, um, you know, why you are doing it and why you're building this company. And uh, to me, uh, what I see in our users is that it gets them closer together and they feel more connected, like uh, grandfather using it with his, with his granddaughter every day and now they can see each other every day and it's very like authentic we get all the technology out of their way and they normally have more trouble like scheduling a call and then the call quality is bad and grandpa gets frustrated or doesn't know how it works uh, so we kind of create these bridges for people when they're not together to still uh, you know feel as connected as possible which is for me is really inspiring
0: So you kind of, you said before that you guys are focused and related to what you were just talking about was taking the technology out. Um, I mean, so often when we build new products, we build for early adopters for, you know, our own people that we know will be able to pick this up quickly and will be interested. How do you go about building a product for like my grandfather or, you know, people that wouldn't typically download an app to um, send photos back and forth?
3: yeah that that is actually a very good point I mean we have um we have moved from in different like locations right we started in Delft in the Netherlands it's a small like mm-hmm. university town went to Berlin and now we are in San Francisco like the the center of all the early adopters right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this is also you have to be so aware that you know like our I mean, yes, there are users in San Francisco, but like we are um trying to like stay connected to like all the all the people outside of this as well, and it's amazing actually we are i mean we are going to uh, look elderly people up like nursing homes and see how we can like give them the tap talk experience then it's it's amazing like they are like excited uh Uh, for what we can bring and here like in San Francisco, most people look at this as, Oh, you know, this is a cool new UI, you know, (laughs) what can can I do? Right. That's yeah. What can I copy or (laughs) (laughs) we'll get to that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it is important to uh, stay like grounded and think about real people and real stories and, um, yeah, they, I mean the stories are there. It's it's just really important for the team and the, to to stay connected to that.
0: So, do you actually do user testing, in like in a say a nursing home or um, with uh, an older generation that isn't as kind of tapped into what's happening today? Um, do you do that purposefully, and and how does that look? Um, what's the process like to make sure that the interface works for them? Because there's so many other things to take into consideration um, when you're dealing with a market segment that's not used to swiping or tapping. You know, it's just not what they, they typically do when they interact with an app.
3: Yeah, uh, um, yeah that's very true. Like, um, I mean, to be fair, we didn't start uh, this product or th- this design didn't come... Um, from thinking about elderly people, or really young people, or um, illiterate people, Mm -hmm. or, like, we were just trying to build a very simple uh, communication experience uh, based on context and on visual things. And we found out later that, you know, people that were not able to use, like, text messaging or WhatsApp, because they kind of are drowning the menus, they're not used to that, they found this very intuitive while the people that are used to all the menus found like tap talk sometimes counterintuitive. <laughs> <because> okay. <laughs> it's not what they are used to. Right. So we, I mean, it's, I guess it's a, it's a big personal passion of ours and the team to create really simple things and rethink UI and interfaces and uh, products Um yeah to make them extremely elegant, and that is just a personal passion of ours and it happened like stories came to us that people were using it with their grandparents because they yeah had no problem understanding tap talk you know hmm. all they had to explain is just tap your granddaughter and that's it <laughs> <laughs> like hold your granddaughter down and talk okay. that's what have to do right so they and tap the red circle to see your granddaughter's <laughs> message you know it's like you know but this is like uh something that also we discovered and I think that is like in general it building companies and um trying to uh, innovate somewhere like it is a big discovery process like yes you have a hunch and maybe you can call it a vision that, like like this doesn't feel like that to be honest. It it feels more like an intuition and a a passion. Like I want to dedicate like a, a part of my life to this. Uh, I don't know yet why. That's how you start, and then you start building things, and you discover, um, yeah, you discover everything around it. And if what you are discovering is not what you wanted to do, you probably drop the ball, right? Mm-hmm. But if what you're discovering starts to make more and more sense, you know, then you continue, yeah. <laughs> trying to make it better. And uh, you know, I think this is um, this is really really nice uh, way of of building these things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, kind of going on that interface, and we kind of alluded to it before, but you guys had um, kind of a big story come out about, I believe it was Facebook. Um, was ripping off your UI, right?
3: Uh, yeah, that that was the initial story.
0: Yeah, yeah. kind of <laughs> tell us about what happened, and I mean, maybe even tell us what, what was the full story. I only read, I think, a TechCrunch article on it.
3: Right, <clears throat> you are like seeing a lot of people that copied our interface. Okay, um, you know, and it, we got like a you know in. Within the Silicon Valley community, at some point, everybody discovered it because it was something new and exciting, right? It's like, as I said before, like, and that is also, I mean, that is really nice. I mean, people uh, are interested in finding out why we did it like this. that That is amazing. And, you know, it's kind of also part of the community here to be very curious in what other people come up with. Um, which is why I love to be in this area actually. Um, you know, it's a part of that. But
0: Facebook has everyone connected both young and old. Um, when they take your interface, isn't that, doesn't that endanger you, um, as a company? I mean, if they have your kind of application, they kind of understand your thinking behind it, but they've already got all the connections. Doesn't that make it harder for you?
3: Um that's kind of what you initially feel, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh I like in hindsight I don't think um I don't think it matters all that much. Uh I think what is, for example, easily overlooked is um uh, the values of your company and what your company stands for. Um as uh like why are people using a certain product? It's not only about the product, right? It's also about like the values you stand for and this is why you have to use it. And, um, you know, I, and that is like, uh, not as easy to build as a uh, product as an application. Mm. And, um, I think I see this as a, I mean, it is a new way of interacting and, uh, we need to bring that to the people, right? And it's not just shipping an app in the store. It is also uh, a lot of like hard work to see where are the hurdles for people, what are the, the stories that make them uh, interested and exciting, you know, what needs to happen. Like for example, if, um, um, if you and me would connect on TapTalk now, uh, and we just met. I mean, uh, this is not uh, going, probably not going last, <laughs> right? Okay, we, yeah. Like, we built a product, like, I'm using it every day with my brother, I'm using it every day with my mother, I use it every day with a couple of really good friends yeah, that are not here or my roommates. Like, but, I'm not using it with a bunch of um, people that I don't know that well. But I am using Facebook for that, right? So, if, Facebook, you have all your contacts there, and you can easily find those other people too. Right. But um, so I think you're creating that space and the association—okay, Tap Talk is for people you know you want to stay in touch with that are not here right now, close friends, family members. Like that is a whole other game than um, than copying an interface.
2: So how are you communicating those values to people?
3: Yeah, that's a very good question. That is that is um that is not an easy thing to do. Like for and it is very subtle. Like some sometimes I see like um we are not the only company that works with these values, right? You can find hundreds of other companies that say we are for close friends and family members, you know. Like um we for example, uh, we will not work with stock photography, you know to communicate those values because that just doesn't work like one of the values we uh you know we really cherish is uh, authenticity and um this is like important for like the communication that happens between people but also for the way we present ourselves to the market um, yeah. So I mean, it is a search on how to do the how to do that, and uh, it's it's a part of building the company. I think a pretty important part, next to making a great product that aligns with those values and actually brings you this uh, experience. I don't know if this if that answers your question, but uh, yeah, it's it is uh, <laughs> does it?
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's. I know it's kind of a hard one to answer because it's not super concrete, um, but. I'm just kind of curious because especially in this space, it seems like people come across a few things that seem similar at first glance and you have a very short period of time to get those, like if you're really relying on those values to be what differentiates you um, and you have such a short amount of time to communicate that, um, that just seems like a really big challenge.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. it. It is. It is one of the, one of the big challenges of a, a company like this. Like, I know many companies share the same uh, challenge, obviously. Um, you know, what, what works really well for us is when people, that ha- they have the experience, right, and they tell their friends about their experience, like uh, a more uh, kind of community-driven way. Uh, which is which is one way to do it like if you hear from your friend that you know he talks to his mother every day and he loves it you know you might be curious to check it out you know what is what is going on why does he have that experience um other things like we also have like stories written by you know our users um, they post that on the internet. It can also be inspiring for, for people to read and maybe check into it. But certainly it's stronger when you hear it from, from your own circles. I mean, yeah. that's, that's one thing I, I found.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the one thing um, that, that I've experienced from using it is that it, it's at, you can design it into the product. Um, by allowing and disallowing some even f- just features um, or or usability, so that uh, you can't go blast out like Twitter, you know, publicly, um, and it's not used as a forum to, um, you know, to for your own gain or to, to gain a following on. But it literally it the only function is to communicate with a small group of people or um, individually. And I feel like that you kind of baked your core into the product at that point.
3: Yeah, that's that's actually a very good point. Like um, I've said this before in another interview, but it's actually uh, you know thinking about, for example, an invite, right? It's, it's it sounds like an invite. Everybody talks about invites here yep. in, in the Bay Area. Um, yeah, you know, we actually want to design our invite that. Uh, our most important goal is for it to convert so when you invite your best friend and this is not a it's not like you invite 10 friends and you hope that two people are joining no you intentionally invite your best friend because you want to use this product with him so it's very important that it converts like we don't care that much about sending a lot of invites and hoping that some things will convert. No, we want you to kind of deliberately pick the people that you want to use this or try this product with or use this product with. And we want to help you as a user to succeed in, you know, if you like the product or the idea, or you want to try it, like this one invite has to convert. Yeah. Um, And I think like, uh, this is not the case for every company or product, right? Some products, it doesn't matter that much. Um, other products you use on your own, like for example, you want to use Lyft, you know, you, you don't care if your friend is on Lyft as well. So they can make this incentive that, you know, you both get credits when you are inviting. So you want to send out the invite to as many people as possible. So you get a lot of credits in return. Um, for them this kind of mobile makes perfect sense for us you know it doesn't um so i guess when you start a company or a product and you have to kind of really stick to your core values and think about what is important uh to happen for people like think about that one user you know, standard issues what is important for this person and uh yeah go from go from there instead of just uh oh yeah we need to send out a lot of invites i mean to be honest we um y- you you also just have to roll like if you like this is more a general thing in building a company um you kind of just have to roll even if you don't understand something that well and you just roll with it and then you if you stay curious about um you know did this work out or not or is this like you know is, does this have the desired effect if you stay curious and hungry to find that answer you know it's, it's always going to help you make better decisions later uh this is what i've seen a lot uh, you know in our process where you just like um yeah one of one of the most important values in our company is learning and understanding and this has been always like that um because that's I think the way for us to you know to become uh, successful in this is by kind of trying to be curious in understanding what is it we do like what are the consequences of this feature, and let's you know let's find out and um yeah we are we are really looking for that like holistic view
2: that's really interesting to kind of look at even a feature like that and instead of looking at it as like what are features we can build in? It's like, what is the consequence of adding this feature?
3: Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know, (laughs) right? Like it's sometimes very hard to predict. Uh, And then you can just do it at some point and then learn from it like that. Or you can actually um, just take a step back and try to think it through. Because usually when when we do think it through, it is usually not far off from the truth. From what eventually happens uh, just like, and it can be really little features what is the consequence of this feature in the long term what's gonna happen what's the uh, you know what's the dynamic gonna be and uh, you know like close close the laptops you know <laughs> switch off the phones go behind the whiteboard and think it through that's um, that that's usually um, you know without building anything or spending a lot of cycles that can already inform you uh, quite a lot. Mm -hmm.
0: So what's kind of next for tap talk? What's, what's the next step for you guys?
3: (laughs) Yeah, this is always, uh, this is always interesting. (laughs) Uh, I mean, uh, obviously one, one thing that is very important for us is, as I said, is to get people on board easily and make them understand you know, what the product for it, how to use it. Uh, so we are really working hard and making that easier. Uh, of course, we are also, like, thinking about, like, new things, that, you know, I can't talk about right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, like, you, I mean, we always have these parallel things, like, making, making the product better, you know, constantly based on, you um, insights based on uh, our ideas and uh, based on what people tell us and you know how um, and interpreting that and then you know parallel to it just like think about um, about other things and uh, this is uh, this is really an you know an interesting parallel process and they can both inform each other i mean we see the that um, the product uh, as it is can provide great value for people. So, you know, I want to bring that, I bring, want to bring that out there and bring that to, to the people to get them to that experience. And when they had the experience and they decide, well, it's not for me, then, you know, it's fine, but we have to make sure they get the experience we intend them to have. Right. So if you are using it with your mother, and uh, or with your brother or father or best buddy whatever, um, a person that is important to you that you care about but is not here, and you find like, hey, we actually are so much more connected now. It feels so nice to um, get to communicate this way with this person. Then you you know then you have had the experience we intended, and then you can decide for yourself if you want to use it or not. What I don't want to happen is that you get our product and um, you use it with people you don't really care about and that's it. And then you kind of, you didn't get to the experience we intended, right? So that, you know, that breaks my heart. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, I want to make sure that... uh, that we bring the intended experience to the people and that is the most important thing for the company right now
0: so where can we, where can we find the app and where do we keep up with you
3: online um, you can uh, find the app at taptalk.me t-a-p-talk.me um, and uh, there is actually a twitter stream there so I guess you can uh, you can follow us on twitter um yeah we will uh, like also just like uh, let us let us know if you know uh, anything interesting comes up you want to you want to talk about we are very happy to uh yeah to talk about these things and communication and the connection um uh, more also you know about um also within teams so it's not only the you know, the passion is not only between people, uh, and connecting, you know, the world and making people feel more connected, but also this also stretches to, you know, our values in teams. And, you know, when you work together, like it's just, uh, it's all very similar. So yeah, happy to, uh, happy to do more, uh, with that. And, uh, yeah.
0: Very cool. Well, so, thank no. you so much for coming on. And, uh, We'll talk to you soon.
3: Sounds great. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, look forward to meeting you in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Rocketship Podcast. If you enjoyed it, we have tons of other awesome episodes on our website. Check them out, Rocketship.fm.
0: And be sure to check out our app discount section where we have discounts on products that we use every day, like Woo Themes, Wistia, Treehouse. Go to Rocketship.fm forward slash essentials and get your discounts today.